This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Welcome to Wednesdale here at NBC Sports in Charlotte. I'm Rutledge Wood here with Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kyle Petty, and our very special guest today, Mr. Joey Logano. Yes. Yo, yo. What do you think of the new studio? Beautiful. Yes. Isn't this did great? Beautiful. Beautiful. No. Okay. No. no, as far as you know, no. this is the only this studio we've really nice. Yeah. Isn't this great? We did this just it's for you. It's old news is the old one. We'll forget about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's in the past. Yeah. It's getting better every week. It yeah. feels that way, doesn't it? You know what else is in the past, guys? The Roval. Mm. Yeah. The Roval is behind Ooh, us. In the record book, ladies and gentlemen. If we could go back to a week ago and we were like, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy, it's going to be insane, I just want you to know, I would still feel the exact same yeah. way. It lived up to every hope that I had. Well, Joey, you're a driver. You were out there on the racetrack. All of the drivers had to have been having conversations prior to the Roval. Oh, yeah. What are the conversations like now that it's over? Uh, it seems like everyone's glad it's over and we've gotten through it. <laughs> we're all yeah. still alive. I think we're, we're happy about that. Yes. Um, you know, the, I think it was a little bit more tame than we all thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, I, I can tell you after qualifying, we qualified 15th, and I was like, oh, no. I'm like, this. I'm right in the middle of it. This yeah. is the last place I want to be going into turn one. But I think everyone was so... So scared, I guess, the first few laps that everyone gave each other a lot of room. We saw it happen in the Xfinity race, but after you wreck six, seven, ten cars... And testing and practice and you're destroying these things you're, you're a little nervous of what's going to happen in the race but um it seemed like you know the first half of the race everyone was just trying to yeah. get kind of comfortable and where can you pass what can you do and especially through the bus stop everyone was like yeah ah, you go you go you know but <laughs> by the end we were very aggressive yeah. um you know and it, we saw that on the you know, final restarts there's a lot more bumping and banging um everyone's kind of figured out where those passing zones are where their car was better where it wasn't um, where you can hold somebody off, where you actually can go too wide. Uh, that stuff was a lot of fun to kind of learn as we kept going. I, I want to ask you, do you think it got, it, it's like, it was like listening to music. It progressively got louder and louder and louder till at the end was just huge. Yes. Do you think that was because it was a cutoff race? Uh, yes, for sure. You know, for, for us, you know, we had a 25-point cushion going into it. So our goal was just to get through, right? Don't, don't screw up. Don't crash. You know, you look at Eric Almarola, he had yeah. 23 points. And tied. Yeah. So we knew we had to score stage points, and we were willing to sacrifice a good finish to get those stage points because that was the only thing that was guaranteed at that point. You know, if you get those points, then at least you know you got that. If you right. crash later, at least you got those, you know, seven, eight points, whatever yeah. it may be. So that was our strategy, which set us back in 20 something there towards the end. Um, but they started crashing them left and right, and we kind of yeah. moved our way up to finish 10th. But, um, you know, I thought we had a car that was better than that, but, you yeah. know, the circumstances are that's what we had to do. But with other cars, you know, that were so close to making it, they couldn't race that conservative strategy yeah. that we ran. They had to go. They couldn't afford to crash, right. but they had to go because you saw how close it was at the end. So I thought that was fun to watch, yeah. fun yes, to be a part it of. Was. It I was. I thought it was awesome that, you know, if you could get the stage points, I knew that that was the way to go because you just had no idea how the third stage was going to go. Every third mm -hmm. stage since Chicago has been wild in every race. 
Uh, yeah. We saw the big crash in turn one. All the guys went down in there and got in there too deep. We, I thought that turn three was going to be where we saw most guys spinning out because that's what we saw with uh, testing. Right. So explain to us and the fans, like how does how did that crash entering turn one on that restart happen? Why was it? Why was it that all those guys ended up into the barrier? Well, I think like you see here, you know, it's the end of the race. Everyone sees the win in front of them. Everyone's thinking that, hey, we need to drive in here to get position. And uh, Brad was thinking that I need to get in there to save my position. And, uh, and really, what's happening, when you, when you leave the restart zone, it's further back than turn 16 and 17, the last two turns. Yeah. And you're actually going faster into turn one than you are on a normal lap. You know, we yeah. were going all the way to third gear, which we wouldn't do any other time. So you're carrying more speed in. That was on older tires, and it's the end of the race, and everyone's trying to get every spot root and gouge as much as they possibly can. Um, and that's why you see one car drive in, and right. you say, well, I'm going to drive in as hard as that guy. Yeah. You know, or I'm, I'm going to drive in harder than that guy. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's boom, 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 boom. Yeah. <laughs> that was, in the wall. Dale Jarrett said on the pre-race, he said the biggest problem we're going to have is somebody who's watching the car in front of them yeah. and, and gets off their line. And that was a perfect example, because if Brad hadn't, let's pretend Brad's car wasn't there, that whole line on the right side would have had the exact same arc, because yeah. they were yeah. all going that hard, yeah. yes. and you just couldn't, you just couldn't roll up. There's Nowhere to go. In the front row. They all they both said, I'm gonna drive in harder than you. I'm bigger mm -hmm. than you. Watch this. You know, the next thing you know. Was the outside line slicker because you know, just having no rubber there and that tire being very hard? It didn't seem to be much yeah. different. Yeah, I think enough cars slid up in turn one that it yeah. still stayed pretty clean in general. But you wanted to be on the bottom because that was definitely the safest place. And I barely squeaked through this and they were yep. still crashing after this. From yeah. the top, that, from the top, as we watch you, they're crashed on the outside. By the time you get there, they're crashed on the inside too. Yeah. I mean so it was just I, was, I got kinda lucky in the I mean look at it, way lucky there. they crashed like both sides. <laughs> yeah, it was the right place at the right time. But if there's yeah. one thing, so this is a successful weekend for NASCAR. We probably are going back to the Roval next year. Mm -hmm. If there's one yeah. thing you could talk to Marcus Smith about changing at the track, the configuration and so forth, what yeah. would you ask for? That's a, that's a great question. I, I thought the areas that we were nervous about ended up being okay. Um, the bus stop in the back or the inner loop. What, what, right. what are we supposed to call that? Okay, it's kind of chicane. The, the chicane back, in the yeah. back. Okay, I, I didn't know what, how we're supposed to talk about it. But, you know, here you see, you know, a lot of cars hit, the, <laughs> hit it really hard. And they made some good improvements by shortening that wall up so that didn't happen as much in the race. But still, I, I think we can get rid of that. I, I don't even, I don't, you, you know, don't think we do it in a different at all. way. What if yeah, we made it bigger? The racing, you yeah. know, I, I think yeah. the reason why we did that was for, for the tire as a safer place uh, to kind of slow it down before you get into turn three because um, we're having some tire issues in testing. I think that was a way to slow the cars down. But, you know, after the race, so we didn't have many tire issues, um, at least on our car. And uh, I think it'd be kind of cool to see us barreling down in turn three like an actual oval. Yeah. You know, you know and I kind saw. of put more of the roll yeah. ball into it. And, and turn, as the race went on and, and you got some laps on your tires, you could see guys having some struggle, so, you know, struggling in three yeah. and four. Some guys getting through yeah. there better than others. Yeah. And yes. that presented passing opportunities in the front straightaway chicane that I didn't think were going to be there. But would you be opposed to them actually making that back straightaway chicane more pronounced to where it is a true breaking zone yes. and a true passing opportunity. Good point. I think that would be, you know, yeah. I, I like just getting rid of it, but if we we're going to do something else and we had to have it, yeah. I think you do something closer to something that looks like on the, the last two turns, the 16 and 17, yeah, those last exactly. two turns. Something closer that presents a, a really break, good breaking zone because when we get, you know, we come off a of turn eight and go through NASCAR one and two, yeah. whatever, whatever those are, and you start going down that back straightaway, it was a fight for position. And then after that, it was like, 
we're not going through here too wide, so yeah. one of us has to cave, yeah. and it's just a game of chicken at that point. Yeah. Like, you go, I go, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And uh, it was funny because I was racing Brad, my teammate, we went into the corner and just we both lifted. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's, someone's right. got to go here. Yeah. We're so cordial that we've now both, we both missed this. Go, so, yeah. You know, at the restarts, it really became crazy. And because there are so many two wise scenarios going into it, yeah. and then everyone had to single file out, it just made that line stack up yeah. so much that it, you're almost stopped going into it sometimes. Okay, let me, race fans are race fans. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, so you give them something new, and all of a sudden, it's the greatest thing in the world. We want to do it everywhere. We want to do it at Chicago. We want to do it at Kansas. We want to do it at Texas. Let's have Robles everywhere. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I think, you know, it's a, it, I don't know. I, I think there's some pros and cons to it. You know, I, I think I love oval racing, and, and that's kind of what I grew up doing. But yeah. I think our cars on road courses put on one heck of a race. I mean, bottom line, uh, to the end of that race, it, there was a fight for the win. There's a bunch of uh, a bunch of races going on yeah. towards the end of that race. I was racing with Harvick to the line, um, you know, and, and there was a last lap pass. Um, maybe not the way everyone expected the last lap pass <laughs> to be, but there was one, um, you know. And, and I think there's always going to be adjustments you want to make to to the racetrack or to the race cars to make it better. And I think that's just human nature, which is great because we're looking for constant improvement. Yeah. But um, you know, I don't think we just drop back and punt on every circle yes. track we go to. Yeah. But there could be some tracks that, you know, would be interesting to try something similar to this. Do you think Martinsville would work for a Roval? <laughs> yeah, it's just, pretty close to one call. anyway. You're right. He just looked at me like, what the? Where did that come from? <laughs> All right, and I know, Joey, I know you said that you guys talked. You were obviously communicating during the race about your strategy. But because all the fans are asking, and we saw him last night in Memphis, if you were Jimmy Johnson... Would you have done anything different than mm. what he did? Because Kyle and I really differ on this. We differ on this. It's a really hard position to put yourself in, you know, unless you're in the race car. You know, I think if you're Jimmy, and it's been a little bit since he's won, and he's used to winning. He's won seven championships and I don't know how many races, yeah. a lot of races. And it being that long since you've been to victory lane and you see it right in front of you, how do you not go for it, True. right? It's going to be in your mind, I want to make this pass. I'll give you that. But at the same time, you have to have the bigger picture in your mind too. Saying, ah, there's my I, I'm trying to play both sides here, yeah. but it's, it's, it's working. Hey, you know, I, I think, think if it was me, I would try to I, attempt what, the pass. So what do you say? Well, I, I'll work, say, yeah. I think going into the next round without any playoff points just put, makes it harder on Jimmy. It does. I think that he Agreed. he has to win that race just for the playoff points to go into the next round. Have some sort Possibly. of cut down on you know, put himself in position, give him a little bit more of an advantage, even though it's only five points. The, the other thing, too, is Jimmy's a seven-time champion. He's a bit of a superhero yeah. to his fans, and superheroes go for the win. Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you this. Wait, ho, ho, ho. I think Let me ask you this. After your dad won his last championship, where's, how, where did he come back to ever finishing points again? Do you know? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah, I don't either. But, and, and I don't know where my dad did either. But, but my point is, if Jimmy makes it out of this first round, I go back and think about my dad running those last few years. My dad didn't yeah. get close again. My point is, Jimmy's closer to eight than get, anybody I know, else. I know. Anybody else. I'm telling you. Do you those. give up eight for a win? Do you give up a shot at eight for a win? No. It, do you give? Do you run? <laughs> that's my point. Let me say. Well, do you run second and wonder what if I had tried the rest of your life? Because that I've got. Yeah. Go, because go it's go just another it. win. It's got, just. It's just. It's a, not just another yes, win. Yes, it is. Yes. Yes. We can argue this. Hold on. I'll argue. Fundamentally, argue this, because I think I think Jimmy I think Jimmy and those guys lost the battle 
and lost the war. They lost everything. And one fell swoop, they lost I mean, everything. Yeah, that's, you know what I mean? That's so, true. Yeah. So, I mean, they fell on a grenade for no reason. But if let, me, I, let me just say, if I hire one of you, if I hire <laughs> one of you to drive a race car for me, why am I hiring you? What is our number one goal? To give to me a win sponsor. Championships. To give me a sponsor. <laughs> give me a win sponsor. Championships. I'm championships. Wait, what's the other yeah. part? Win, win races. Win, win races. Yes. That's true. You that is true. You don't know. What happens if he advances? You don't. You don't know what happens this next round. There's so many variables, but you you have to try. You'll always but, wonder, what if I hadn't tried to beat the set? He's a seven-time yeah. champion. He's going into this corner yeah. with the confidence that I'm, I'm, I'm going to win this race because I, I can said, make I, this turn. I'm good at this. But I'm going to say this. I mean? I'm going to say this, and, and I will never forget this. His dad said this to Chris Economaki. To Chris Economaki. His dad and I were racing an Xfinity race up at um, – up at Richmond and anyhow, the way things worked out. We, we had a dinner when it was over with and Economaki had said something about your dad. Um, why did he do this? Why did he do that? And your dad said, until you sit in that car at 140 degrees and have to make a split second decision, don't criticize what I do in a race car. And we shouldn't criticize what Jimmy does. Yeah. He made a call. He made a decision. I'm just saying, I think I would have looked at it different. You would have looked yeah. at it different. Oh, yeah. But Jimmy made the decision that was right for Jimmy. Yeah. And, and that's it. Had nothing to do with fans. Had nothing to do with Chad. Had not, It was Jimmy's decision. And I'll never forget your dad saying that to Economaki. And Economaki, one of the few times I ever saw him speechless. But it, it, it to me, that, that moment always was right. I can't criticize what you've done in a race car, what you do in a race car. I can comment on it. But I'll never criticize really what you do because I'm not sitting in that car. All right, I think everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. And, and you know, it's probably 50 50. Some people say, yeah, I go for the win anytime yeah, I can. Yeah. And, and you need to play off points and all that. And some say, you know what, if, if you're not even in it, does it even matter anyway? Yeah. You know, yeah. so I think there's just so many different ways to look at it. I get it. You know, the, the thing I look at at the end of it is, is Truex kind of missed the corner. Oh, yeah. They both overdrove the Truex is looking in the mirror. Yeah. Right? If he was able to just check up and get through the corner, <laughs> He might have been able to, because look how high yeah, Truex yeah, is right there. At. He might have been able to cross him over at the end of that corner and, and at least be door to door. Yeah, I think maybe not better enough. I would have spun, point, but I would have spun, went on across the, the start finish line and made him take it away from me. I would have just made everybody uh, mad, <laughs> mad at NASCAR. Not mad at me. I just made everybody just jump on NASCAR. Not at me. Take it away from me, people. <laughs> it was all kinds of exciting. And, and your teammate, Ryan Blaney, to grab that yes. win. Yes. When I saw Jimmy in Memphis yesterday, he did tell me, hey, it's, I have one job. It's to win races. I won championships because I won races. That's the closest I've been in would y'all have that conversation? I had to have... You went all the way to Memphis to see yes. Jimmy and talk about this? <laughs> in, a, in a bathroom. In a bathroom. Anyway, coming up next, we'll put Joey on the hot seat in rapid fire. Plus, we're going to hit the ice. Let's just say that our guest knows how to use a pair of skates, as does his sister, Danielle. More on that when Wednesdays with Dale Jr. continues. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. Counting down to NHL opening night when the Stanley Cup champions, Washington Capitals, will raise their banner after an all-season of celebration. Look at the Caps celebrating with the Cup this summer. A lot of beer drinking. Yeah, Jimmy. NHL Live will be in Washington, D.C. with red carpet arrivals from the players and special guests, all counting down to the debut of Wednesday night hockey between the champs and the Boston Bruins. Our guest today, Joe Logano, got a taste of NHL action last year when he broadcast the Caps game. 
I tell you what, they are quick. They are so good. It's amazing just to watch their skill and being right down here in the action. It's like standing on the racetrack. It's pretty hard. Um, it, it looks like they're hitting the wall. I kind of know what that feels like from inside a car, but I have a car around me. Can you have like a passenger in, uh, in your car? Does I don't want to carry all that weight, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like I'm missing my opportunity right now, though, driving the Zamboni. I feel like this is my moment to shine out there. <laughs> Who's that? Who is that young fella? That's, that was me. That was uh, we my old stopping grounds right there at the Extreme <laughs> Ice Center. I was the Zamboni driver, and a uh, little story, I met my wife there. She sold the french fries. So no, oh, no way! In between the ice Ricky cuts. Yep. Yes. In between the ice Simple. cuts, I'd go back there and, uh, you know, spit my game on the french fry griller. And, uh, and then I could put it on. Again, man, it was me. Just throwing it out if there. there was, if there was ever a camera it. that you wish you could see Joey in his past, it would definitely be when he was trying to spit game at Brittany. Yes. There was zero Working the game. fries. You were probably well, like, hey, did you just see me out there on the Zamboni? That was me. Yes. Was like, oh, well, I would try because the, the windows of the uh, concession stand was looking right into the ice there. And I would come around the corner and I'd get that thing all pitched out, you know, trying to be cool. And then, yeah, years on the road, like, you ever noticed that I was, like, really, like, sliding that thing mm -hmm. out? Trying really to be, like, trying? really trying to show you what I, what type of man I was? <laughs> she never watched. So, <laughs> when, was, when, was, when did she start? How old were you when you met her? We were 16. Oh, wow. So, y'all have known each other a long time. Long time, yeah. Long and time. you played goalie? I was a goalie for a while. Um, yeah, I played hockey for, uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Why was the well, so I wasn't very little good. guy. The, well, I mean, the are, is everybody yeah. else that plays at that age very good? Um, better than me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the goalie. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Like, yeah. Well, you know, I was a good skater. Yeah. And then I'd get the puck, and then it was over. Yeah. I would get all screwed up. But this is a funny story. So my my parents were, at the time, my dad, he had no idea anything about hockey, and um, and his uh, opinion it was if you get into a penalty box. You were trying hard. That was the, that's how you know you're putting the right yeah. amount of effort in. So just like you would tell any other seven or eight year old kid, five dollars goes a long way. Yeah. So he said, "I'll give you five bucks if you get in the penalty box. That means you're trying hard." I said, "Okay." So the goal was not to score anymore. Yeah. It was to get into the penalty box. Yeah. So I'm out there tripping kids. I'm out there doing everything I can do to try so cool. to, okay. say, yeah, cool. try to get them all. <laughs> then I started playing. Have goal. you ever heard? Of <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of broom ball? Yes. Yeah, me yeah we play some broom ball yeah. out there. We're going to start a team if you want to get in yeah. on that. Yeah, I'm in. I'm very, me and Rudd are very good at broom ball. Are you? Yeah. I'd say probably. We've played all over the country. We well, have. just mainly in Minnesota. Strictly in Minnesota, yeah, but I in our minds, it was all over the country. Talking to him and his sister about playing at their place. I, I thought we talked about that when, when y'all were talking well, about You know what? We had forgotten that, Kyle. Yeah. Can I speak for both of us? Yes, We've yeah. forgotten that. How, how did you that forget that? Great. We have Joey Logano on the show. We talked about it, and That's now you've bad. forgotten it. Have you ever played broomball? You know, it's basically, it's like Don't ice hockey, but with rubber shoes. Yeah, so yes. extreme, yeah. extreme, I did some, when we went to play broomball in Minnesota, I liked it. We both liked it so much. Yes. And I was like, wonder if they play broomball. They do. Yes. So yeah. they, they have a broomball league at your yeah, rink, so. at your yes. arena. I know this. Yeah, you know, you know, they, they, the reason these guys love broom ball. Up. The reason these I guys love broom ball. They, they, they love broom ball because the French fry girls really like yes. broom ball. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's all that like, matters. I like broom ball because you don't have to skate. You don't have yes. to run around on giant <laughs> weird tennis shoes. To be fair, everyone that we were playing with was drinking, so it seemed like <laughs> it's a drinking like our kind of sport. I mean, yeah. the refs are drinking. The yeah. refs are double fisting. There's no whistles. 
They were getting it. The whistle is the blow the top of the beer beer bottle. Oh it seems like a great time to we give this shirt. We have Danielle a shout out. <laughs> we get excited. Extreme when we talk about yes. Hey, why don't we start with some rapid fire questions? You guys ready? Let's do yes. some rapid fire. Let's. Do you want to start? You start. I will. All right. If Ryan Blaney had to play another sport, what sport would Ryan Blaney play? Oh. Ryan Blaney is surprisingly good at everything. He's athletic. Oh, really? Yeah, he's very athletic, and it's kind of frustrating. Because y'all have the games. Yes, we have the Penske games. Yes. And he's mm. really good at all of them. <laughs> and it's aggravating. Yeah. Um, he's a really good basketball player, as I noticed, mm. which, you know, That's his other two teammates yeah, are not yeah. very good at basketball. Wow, I'm so good at water basketball, but when I got to start running, mm, it's game yeah. over. So I get yeah. out of pool, it's over. But That's fair. Yeah, he's got the, he's got some skills. Between I'd, Brad I'd and Blaney, probably. there's one extreme the other with basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen Brad. You said that. I didn't basketball. say it. I didn't say it. I've I'm seen kind of in the middle of the I've seen it. I've seen it. On YouTube, if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it. He's never going to live that down. Spectacular. He's not if you keep reminding people. He's our friend. This is what we do. This is what friends do. I didn't know you could dribble a ball up here. I can do that because his arms are so long. I want to know what's the one race you would run outside of NASCAR? One race I would run. Um, probably a Rolex 24. I think that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I really like NASCAR racing though. You yeah. know, like I just, I love this. Yeah, so think, yeah. I've never really thought too much into it. Like I would like to do that because it's the off season. You're yeah. kind of like, I want to get back in a race car and do something. Yeah. So I would be interested in doing that. But, um, Outside of that, I Have love you, racing stock Is there cars. ever any, like, whispers of, an, uh, you know, the NASCAR guys going to test in any car? Or well, Brad's the, done it before. He, he tested one of the Team Penske Indy cars really? before. And, um, just, for, just for fun. And the Indy guys maybe testing a cup car and y'all just we having a little fun? Done, I, I think it would be, that would be a cool Penske game. That would be cool. That would be great. I just made Penske the Penske game. games very expensive. Yeah. Wait, you turned it up. <laughs> yeah. Turned it way Take up. Take it up a notch, people. You turned it way up. You've got a baby 10 years from now. Will you or Brittany be the strict one? Who's the pushover in this? Oh, I will say right now, I am definitely the pushover right now. Mm. Because right now, I'll pretty much do anything for him to stop crying. That's pretty much the goal yeah. at this point. It's just don't cry. Whatever you want. Here, don't cry. But I yeah. think eventually, the roles will reverse. And you'll be crying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I think that's what you mean. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to... I, I was gonna be the disciplinary oh, eventually. It's sure. my goal, but I don't think I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I actually thought that Brittany would be the pushover, but she has normal? shown right off the bat that she is the disciplinary. <laughs> is right it normal if you and the baby are crying? Is that yeah, just that's totally fine? <laughs> your friend, you're doing a great job. Okay. Don't change uh, it. Especially at five in the morning. It's yeah, funny oh yeah, knowing, yeah. Yeah, knowing everybody your, cries at five. Yeah, yeah that's knowing a your parents, out. that's a cry. Out. I'm sure you're. Do I'm guessing your dad was more the disciplinarian. But your mm -hmm. mom is so sweet. I would have hated to disappoint your mom. Like, she's yes. so kind that I feel like if you made your mom disappointed, that would be worse than making your dad my mad. My mom was pretty tough, too. And it, it was funny because my mom and my dad were tough in two completely different ways. So my mom was always like the safety freak. She didn't want me to get hurt. And I would always ride my four-wheeler through the woods and stuff. And then I'd pop back out and she'd be sitting there. This and, like, and I'd slow down, you know. Oh. And that was, <laughs> my dad would just like, just go. But then on other things, it was completely the other way. Yeah. So yeah. it just kind of... His mom's like that. this and his dad's got a $5 <laughs> yeah. bill like this. Yeah. 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 Get that penalty box! Get that penalty box there, Joey! Dumb <laughs> so, like, what's, the, uh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when I say Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Brad. 
unfortunately. <laughs> I'm sure you have the picture. I'm sure you're gonna put it up. Uh, what? I did. Oh, I didn't tweet in the this picture. One. I know. Because look at why it did you like us? Because it actually does <laughs> look like us. I used to. It get, was too true to. I used to get the Beavis all the time. The Beavis comparison no, all the time. No, like you I, did not. Yeah. Back when they came out, so I'm I'm with you, man. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It's you know, good. at some point you just embrace it. Right? You, you, you have to. You just you hey, who you are. Look at this. Yeah. You got to embrace it, brother. Back, you're not, you're, you might as well embrace it. You're not coming back from it. <laughs> <laughs> you're really not. We, oh, that makes me laugh. My mom <laughs> called it Beavis and Beavis. She wouldn't I, say butt. She wouldn't say butt. <laughs> <laughs> you're not watching Beavis and Beavis, are you? Like, no, mom. I'm not. I'm watching something totally different. Uh, favorite movie of all time? Oh man, um, you know what? I, I like uh, the movie Miracle, mm. um, the hockey movie yes. oh, about the Olympics one. and all. I feel like it's very motivating. Um, I used to say Happy Gilmore in my younger years, oh, yeah. which I really do yeah. still enjoy. But mm. I feel like I get a little something out of it. But I'm not a big movie guy. Like I can't sit still. I gotta, I gotta keep going. Do y'all ever go to the movies? No, the wife never drives you to the movies. Had a kid. That's the end of the movie. Drives to the movies. Hudson's yeah. not. No, we're not interested in that kind of a chill time. I can't sit down for. Do you watch hours. any TV? We will do some TV shows. So you um, TiVo so. or watch on the watch them on time. <laughs> we, we we TiVo. TiVo. Is, is TiVo Have still you seen a thing? this show? I don't know if TiVo. You record them. I record this show. I bet you do. Could you just answer one of those you questions? You record this show? Yes, I do. Do you hear that? I swear. Somebody watches it. Yes. yes. Thank you very much. Brittany. Jim and Daryl Waltrip watch Brittany. our show. Thank you very much. We have a driver that watches this show. That's right. Who was it that said, I watched last week's just in case it came up? Was that uh, was that Kyle Larson? He was yes. like, yeah, I watched last week. I just didn't know if it was going to come up. So. Like, well, that's all this month. Thank you. Thank you. It, Thank it doesn't you carry over like that, that's but that's good. really nice. You, really learn, so you learn some of this yeah. stuff. I wake up in the morning, I get in my truck, I turn on SiriusXM because I want to know what's going on sometimes. Yeah. And I learn a lot. And you go right for 80s on 8? Yes. There's yes. a channel that they talk about NASCAR on all, all day. Time. All Is day that long. not crazy? All day long. I don't know how they keep I don't know how more they, and more. I don't know how they yeah. find the content to fill the entire day. Yeah, and then do another day, and then another <laughs> and then day, and then another, another day. day. Oh, no, I mean, you put this group Godfather together, we can good, talk man. for yeah, a good. That's stuff a job. Sometimes we sit and talk. Kyle and I, we can talk or not talk for hours. No, no, Just flip the switch. We could, though. We could. If they ever need to go to the reserve, it'd be you. They would, right? Joey's won at two of the three tracks in the round of 12. The one track he hasn't won at is Dover. So what are his goals for Monster Mile? We're going to talk to him and find out when we come back with Wednesdays with Dale Jr. <laughs> in case you missed it last weekend, Haley Deegan became the first ever female winner in the NASCAR Canon Pro Series when she took the checkered flag at Meridian Speedway in Idaho. You can watch for historic victory Friday afternoon at 1 Eastern here on NBC. A little bump and run, that was awesome. That was a top NASCAR moment in 2018. Here's another brought to you by Coca-Cola. Joey Logano, who's sitting here next to me, held off all comers in the final laps to win at Talladega in April, ending a 36 race winless streak, and most importantly, putting himself and the 22 team in the playoffs right out the roof hatch. That was a real, I really enjoyed that so, moment. So, Joey, what, how did you come up with the steering wheel 
Yeah. Raise steering wheel every time you win. That's your thing. I just did it one time, and I thought, well, I just got to stick with it. There's no real cool story behind it. Like, I mean, sometimes you see a bunch of, like, old racers. Yeah. From, you know, the other different types of forms of racing that, you know, they come out and they had the steering wheel. Yeah. And I thought, ah, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I want to bring that back. I like a and driver that wins that has a thing. Yeah. Whatever it is. Backflip, yeah. steering you know, Yeah, something steering different. Wheel. Something yeah. different than everybody else. the though. biggest burnout you can possibly do. Yeah. Like, I love <laughs> doing burnouts. I don't okay. even have to win a race. I want to do a burnout. I just want to do a burnout. All the time. <laughs> Settle this then, because uh, a couple fans were angry on Twitter with Ryan Blaney that he did not do a burnout after he won at the Roval, and apparently... The boss man, it sounds like, doesn't always love that. Is that something you look away from? They, yeah, they usually don't like that. The worst is when they, you, know, you got to race the motor again. They're like, we got to race this motor again. Don't, don't hurt it. And you're like, but we just won. Like, I want to burn it down. Isn't this my time? Yeah. Because to me, a good burnout is going until something breaks. Yeah. Yes. Usually it's a tire. tire. Yeah. But sometimes it's, you blew it up. But you know what? In, in the big picture, it's just it's like you just said. It is cool to... Just don't do anything. Just go to victory lane like That's the old cool guys too. used to do. Yeah. They just used to circle the track and go like to victory lane. I mean, Barry old school. Sanders would get, you know, Barry Sanders would get, you know, have a touchdown yeah. and hand the ball to the ref every time. Yeah. And just walk on back to the bench. You like, know? that's what I'm supposed to that do. That's the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Some people are like, like, like Blaney kind of runs like this. He doesn't really run a whole bunch of different emotions. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll ride a roller, a roller coaster all day. Like, I, um, I'll i ride the highs, and you'll see me down in the drains at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm an emotional person. You see it. It's there. Like, all the time. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's different. Everyone has yeah. who they are and what they do. I appreciate that honesty. So how do you that's look, it. Mr. Roller Coaster? Uh, at this next round, what are you? What are the things that you are? The tracks you're excited about. What are the ones you're worried about? I feel good about a lot of them. Um, Dover is probably the one that concerns me the most. It hasn't been our best racetrack in the past. And that being said, it's, it hasn't been a really bad one for us. We've ran and run in the top ten a lot, but you know, like we talked about earlier, top tens aren't really going to do it for you. Yeah. You got to be able to go out there and win races at times and do certain things and. Um, you know, for, for us at Dover, we, we can run top 10, sometimes top 5, but uh, yeah, thanks for showing all these highlights, by the way. Yeah, that <laughs> um, was not so awesome. the, the goal so is sorry. The goal is to try to uh, change this. I'm waiting for the one that you see me barrel rolling, because yeah. uh, that usually happens every time uh, hey, as look we come at to Dover. You. But uh, there we are. Am and I we'll, passing you? We're having passing a little fun. Me? I don't know. I'm, You're passing we're me. I'm just going to say I'm passing yeah. you for this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you play I'm about to cross you over right here. You just don't know. He's <laughs> <laughs> going. The crossover is coming. No, 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 no. It's no, no, all there. Yeah. 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 When, 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 when you play that at a lower speed, it doesn't look as, uh, yeah. quite as aggressive there. Okay, so, <laughs> so Dover's, not been, not, Dover's not been the best. How important is it in these stages to get off to a good start in that first race? Because we talk about it this whole first stage. Guys that went yeah. to Vegas and had a bad Vegas never recovered. Yeah, a lot of these guys never recovered. from behind the eight ball, and it's, yeah. and it's really hard to make that up. So, you know, it is very important to go out there and and uh, and score some stage yeah. points right off the bat and score, uh, you know, a decent finish in the first round. Um, because Talladega still, you know, we, we got done talking about the Roval and how that yeah. was going to be such a concern and, and such an unknown. Now we're talking about Talladega, who went second to be. And, and it's a good racetrack for us, but it's either we run good or we crash. There's no in-between. Like, we don't really finish 10th or 12th every now and again there. It's either we finish first, second, third, or we crash. And that's, no. that's the way the 22-car race is there for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think having some good uh, points out of Dover would be important. Um, a win would make it even better. And then we go on to Kansas, which, you know, we've won a couple times there, and uh, I feel more confident about that racetrack than I probably do about Dover um, at this point. But, you know, we got to get through each race first, yeah. and then you adjust your strategy depending on where you are, right? I mean, the, we talked about the strategy, strategies into the Roval as a cutoff race. Well, there's going to be the same thing when we get to Kansas. It'll be the same way. 
And how does that, I always wonder from, from a driver's perspective, do, do you feel the tension ratchet up? Like, is it is it a palpable tension notice that, that moves each kind of round? And does the team feel that same stress too? Yeah, well, you get closer and closer to a championship, right? And you're, and you're one step closer, you're one step closer. And um, and that that pressure will ratchet up until you win. And then you go, okay, I'm into the next round. All right, I can I can chill out for the next yeah. couple of weeks. And, and and I say chill out. It's not really that. It's just you feel like it is a bunch of weight off your shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. You can just kind of go about your weekend with nothing to lose, and you race to race to win, and that's it. Um, and there's no consequences if something happens. That's a great advantage to have, especially in the third round, if you can win at Martinsville, one of those racetracks. Yeah. And then you just set up for, for Miami the whole time. So those race wins, you got to be able to go out there and make that happen. The car that wins the championship is going to be a, a race winner that's going to win a few races throughout the playoffs. So uh, we got to step that up. You know, we've, we've been close. And, you know, Vegas, we were close to winning. And uh, Darlington, we were close. And, and we've had some, some good cars that were capable of doing it lately. We just got to capitalize on those opportunities a little bit better than what we are right now. Yeah, you got to feel good about the way the whole company's been running over the last couple weekends. But when wins Dale with Dale Jr., that's me, returns, <laughs> we'll find out what's on the VCR today. we yes. got the VCR segment coming up. What's I wonder if it has v- anything to do with our guest. It might. Feel free to wonder that yourself. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. All right, this is uh, one of my favorite parts of the show. (laughs) What's on the VCR? All right, this one I found in Nate Ryan's office. Rummaging through his office in here. Uh, Ten years ago today at Dega, a young Joey Logano. Look at this guy. Look at that race car. That's the K&N series. Is that number 15? That is the 15. Right, here's yes. the last lap of that race. You're in the lead. What happened here, Joey? Uh, I don't win. Justin right. Allgaier, I believe. Or no, was it um, Busher? Who is that? I think you might James be right. James that? They make the run. Wow, he cleared you. Straight up past me. Is this a real race? And uh, yeah, yeah, I know, because I didn't do <laughs> Right? At least I can just let him go. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Now, knowing what I know compared to what that, I knew you then, stop yeah. that. I think I did a very bad job in that race. Yeah. Yes. That was, I uh, could have definitely won that race, and uh, instead, I completely blew it. So, uh, That's how you learn, man. Thanks That's for bringing that up, too. Thank you. Yeah, I know, the, you bring, the Dover bring, stuff and oh, that, you guys are really well, making me feel the good fir- here The first VCR tape... He brings in, has him spinning me out, heading yeah. straight back into a pack. And, it's like, and that's my VCR take. For sure. I love that. I was, was reluctant to show it, <laughs> but he didn't get too upset. He was. He was <laughs> I wasn't a very good uh, speedway racer then, but I, I, I've slowly started to, go, to figure this out. We had to go into the Justin vault Elgar, for yeah. a VCR tape, and that's the only VCR tape that Joey Logano is on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. VCRs went out. Went out right yeah. around the time you started. Yeah. About then. Yeah. Right around, right around yeah. the time you started when, your career, uh, everything was on disc. Uh, 2008. Yeah. yeah, DVDs were around then. Yeah. DVDs were around. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at, and your dad was your dad was so loud, loud in the garage. What was then? the number? <laughs> <laughs> dad looks the same. Hey, no, yeah, identical. Everyone thinks he's my brother now. Oh, so yeah. I was just like, oh, oh yeah. What's That's the good. number fifteen about? That was uh, Venturini. Yeah, it was a Venturini car. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the fifteen was there. Actually, funny story. We went down there to test for that race, and we were the slowest car at the racetrack. And we said, uh oh, what to do? And we brought back a completely different car that uh, yeah. was worked up nice, yeah. and it was much better, yeah. and almost yeah. won the race if there was a 
a little better decision made behind cool. the wheel. That's you know, good, though. It takes time. It yes. does, man. It takes yes. time. You gotta you know, let the like, race go. Gotta make a wrong one before you make a right one. Yeah. Right? Shout exactly. out to Justin Algar. He yes. won that one. <laughs> old Justin. Nicely done. Whatever you happened to Justin Algar? Whatever happened to him? Whatever yeah. happened He's to him? He's around, right? Yeah. Man. I think so. Journeyman. Yeah. Something. He's, He's a journeyman driver. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Headed for a championship. Yeah. We, Dale is yeah. really in rare form. <laughs> he is journey, this is not, yeah. is he not the definition of a journeyman race yeah. car driver? He completely I think is. you have an exhaust leak in that pickup truck. I think you're right. Something's wrong with you. I think the fumes Something's are, wrong. The fumes have got to fumes him, Fumes are leaking in the truck. We do need your help, fans. If you would use the hashtag Wednesday, we need to know, is it what's on the tape, what's in the VCR? What's, like, we just don't, we don't know. But send your questions for Joey because we've been getting those, and it's clear you got a lot on your mind. The Roval 2019 rules, Joey's playoff hopes. We're going to answer those when we come back. They're rocking the red here in D.C. Fans have been lining the streets around Capital One Arena since early afternoon, all in anticipation of seeing the Capitals championship banner raised tonight. It's the debut of Wednesday Night Hockey. NHL Live kicks off a brand new season beginning at 6 Eastern. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. If All you right. think hockey's thrilling. Yeah, so I said we're good at broomball. Here's some evidence. <laughs> what was that guy doing? Who was that? I don't know. Yeah. That's me. Look at him. That's, yeah. This is me again. Look at this. 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 Look at me. I'm number one for a reason. Celebrates the Flat Stanley Cup. He really, I was like, you guys, what a, Hello, Flat Stanley. In between your legs. I couldn't stop that. Do you want to tell him what really happened? It took me about 10 tries <laughs> to get that shot. They had to let it happen. He, this sort of shot. Dale would fall or I would fall. Oh, the ball no. would exit the court. We could not I score. Hit, I hit the left post the first three times in a row. Mm. Every single time. Yeah. Hey, guess what? It's time for fan questions. Yes. So let's, you just like just like Dale trying to shoot on me, let's fire away. What all right, saying? I got the first one, and I know all the fans are dying to know we can't have a driver on this show after the announcement this week and not ask them, what are your thoughts on the new rules, rules. package? Mm. Well, um, you knew this was coming. You had yes. to know that this was coming. I think it's going to be interesting. Um, I think there's some, some racetracks that it's no doubt going to be better. I think there's some racetracks we may say, well, maybe it's better, maybe it wasn't. Well, you know, I think there's a lot we're going to learn about it. I think just like any other rules package, though, when you when you introduce new rules, the racing is very good yeah, at yeah. first, for sure. You know, so I think you know what you see in the beginning is a you know a lot of teams haven't figured it out, it isn't refined as much. There's cars that are way better than others, and and that creates a lot more passing. And I think as teams kind of you know figure out what setups work and and the, the little fine tuning things. Next thing you know, all of us are running a fairly yeah. similar speed. But I think with this package as well, it's going to create uh, more side by side. You know, I think the goal is to uh, you know create more quality passes, uh, make sure the leader's not driving away, because um, I think that's what the fans want to yeah. see. Yeah, for you know, fans, fans, that's that's uh, driver speak for they learn how to cheat the rules. Okay. Give that, a little time. Yes. Okay, that's no, a little time. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, second question is from Boss Blaney. They want to know if you could replace one driver emoji because these fans have been loving these. Who mm. would it be, and what would you replace their emoji with? Whose would you change? Whose would I change? I'd say uh, the one that doesn't make the most sense to me is, is the Ryan Blaney one. 
What? I don't know if I'd change it. I yeah. like it, but it looks nothing like Ryan Blaney. Because yeah. it looks I said, like who the, is that guy? Looks like the guy from a movie called Dodgeball. It looks like Ben Stiller's character from Ooh, Dodgeball. Is that what? Golly, yes, it does close. look like. It that. does look I mean, like. Yes. It. Clint, to me, Clint still wins. It but makes just a truck. Zero that's sense, it. but it's a big yeah. rig, and that's everyone it. loves us. And I think that's yeah. everyone likes the picture. Right. I mean, so, your steering wheel is great. I saw some teams. Yeah. I saw some teams this week. Got rid of the white box around it. Oh, what you think? Very nice. Loved it. Clear. Love the effort. Yes. Behind Good. that. I anyway. bet you did. Yeah, another question? Oh, yeah. So, you know your spotter, uh, TJ Majors. Him. Do you know him? He has a podcast yeah. called Dirty Mo, or actually, he has a podcast called Door Bumper Clear, and it's on Dirty Mo Media. Do you listen yeah. to that show? Um, you don't? I have, I have not yet. Hey, he watches our but show. I have never, but. In, in, he watches our show, doesn't listen to TJ. I TJ, like that. I hope you're not TJ, watching Sorry, TJ. Sorry, um, TJ. But I have never listened to a podcast. Well, he, ha- he doesn't even show so up half the time. Okay, no. Are you he familiar? <laughs> yeah. Are you he familiar he, with him? I am very I familiar. He, he with didn't put the effort in. I can't confirm that TJ was there this week, but it's yeah. a, it's a give and take. Yeah. 50 shows up. So yeah, but he does a he does a good job. I'm sure. I mean, he's a great talker. I mean, he talks. That's he talks for a living. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's a great spotter and. Uh, yeah, he is a good. He's, spotter. he's very witty and comes up with some very funny jokes. Like a lot of other spotters are very witty. I don't know if that's part of the gig. Do you notice um, that? Do you see how smooth he's back? Do you see that? Is he going to do a backstroke? Yes. Wow. He's going to come back and man. Great swimmer. Anyways, next right. subject. <laughs> Question number four from Anthony DiLoretto. Okay. Do you, after being here today mm-hmm. with this stellar group of professionals, yes. do you have any desire to become a broadcaster one day when you retire? <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> I have fun with it. Yes. I like it. Yeah. yeah, the first thing I thought that when I walked in here is I'm way overdressed. Oh, yeah. Because I was expecting, you know, like you kind of dress up. And then I, I didn't have a plaid shirt, I guess. Yeah. And everyone wears plaid shirts here. We do. So, yeah, and I like it. Thing. I like it. Even the people that aren't on the show right now are yeah. wearing plaid yeah, shirts. Yeah, that's, that's kind of right. its unspoken yes. rule here yes. in the studio. So, yes. I will know next time to wear a plaid shirt, but I do enjoy this. I like, yes. I like it. And showing your personality, it's a great way for us. Because I think, you know, Junior, you understand how it is. When, you get out of a race car and a microphone shoved in your face. You talk about racing, and that's it. And and, you, and yeah. whatever your mood is at that moment when you get out of the car, and that's who you get. And I think race fans appreciate that, and that's cool, and it's real. But I don't think you really understand who that person really is. You know the competitive person, right? Because competitive Joey, when you put on a helmet, is a completely different person than when you get out of the car and you I flip a switch, and I'm just a different person at that moment. So uh, and I think you just... It, this is a great way for us to show who, who we really are, and I think it's great you guys give us the opportunity to do it. Cool. Well, Nashville Same country here. music superstar Tim Duggar has tweeted this about the G- Jimmy Johnson debate. Ooh. Mm. Look at that. Yeah, he's watching. He said, I don't blame J.J. for going for the win. He hadn't won in a while, and he was that close. Go for it. Nothing to lose when you're seven-time all the game. You know what, Tim? Yeah. Great point. And shout out to an amazing hey. performance at the Roval this yes. weekend. Tim, love music your music. Star. Hate your opinions. Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> so cold. Uh, you know what? And I just got a late. Okay, guys, I got it. Yeah, I just got a late question. Uh, someone named Gavin said, when are you buying Rutt's ramp truck? Oh! oh, oh thank you, plan. Gavin. Great that question. Great this question. This happened yesterday. We had an appearance for AutoZone <laughs> uh, up in Memphis. And I flew up early, saw my buddy uh, Gavin, who lives about an hour away near Jonesboro in Wiener, Arkansas. I beg your pardon. Great name yes, for a it's town. It's a family show. And yes, so yes. we brought, uh, we all went to the Memphis <laughs> appearance and saw Rutledge there, where maybe the best sales guy I've ever met is yes. trying to sell me an old Ford cab over ramp truck, which is really cool. And you just did. the price isn't. Yeah, you did. Oh, no, and the price is never. Yeah, but I'm here's the you. thing I know but. about Rutledge. Rutledge will start here. 
Yeah. And then he'll come all the way, he'll come way down. Okay. You just got to be patient. Yeah. I just well, want you to I keep this, like mind. Keep this conversation in mind out there, people. I like that yeah. you're smart enough to ask Ford guys to buy Ford truck. That's pretty smart. That's good. That's that smart. You wouldn't want to do you something know? else, would you? Mama didn't raise no fool. We, we <laughs> saw Ryan Blaney give his checkered flag to a young boy after winning Sunday on the Roval. But that isn't the end of the story. It's part of our Wednesday shout-outs coming up next. Shout-outs. Shout outs! Shout outs! Got some shout outs. And my shout out is to Marcus Smith and the team at Charlotte yes. Motor Speedway. They did an amazing job. He said this was three years in the making to have the Roval race. And I saw a lot of that stuff around the racetrack. Fans wearing t the track shirts, yes. the yeah. track hats. Look at Marcus Smith. They sold out and had to reprint some of the shirts. Look at Marcus yeah. Smith. He's like, this worked. This That's worked. Cool. <laughs> I'm so happy this worked. That's all Perfect he was trying to He was nervous. Perfect. He was nervous that <laughs> yes, morning. Yes, he was. Marcus brought us bacon. I don't think he eats bacon anymore. Okay, my shout out. Speaking of bacon, my yeah. shout out is to these two guys. Uh, the Joy Rut Club, who is going to start selling cars. That's right. And they will be feasting on Southern cooking from Southern and Hungry. That's right. Um, so that's their deal. Selling cars. You see, here's the first car, the first ad for the There's DeLorean. Joy beside the DeLorean. With We're not your, selling the Welcome DeLorean. to the Joy well, Rut Club. Eclipse with the jacket. To the Joey yes. Rut Club. That's Joey Rut Club. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the kid that Blaney gave the flag to because guess what happens? When a winner gives you the flag, the next day you show up with their t shirt on. Well done. I also okay. got to give another shout out. To uh, our buddy Gavin, who was at this event last night, and Joey and I were lucky enough to get there a picture is. with him. Uh, he is awesome. Met us on the Cal Petty Charity Ride before. Yep. He's awesome. Shout Joey, shout, shout, out. shout out. I got a shout out to my man Evan, who I met today for the first time. Oh. And he's a little man who's been fighting uh, some cancer, and he came to my shop today, went for a ride in the Ford GT. Oh, oh no nice. We had cool. a blast, and uh, awesome. I can't wait to see you again and Wednesday. We're going to give him a shop tour through Penske. So That's going to be fun. huge. Good job. Uh, tomorrow, I get to go make a custom pair of uh, Jordan 1s for the playoffs with you working on projects. It's going to be huge. So shout out for that. That's going to do it for another Wednesday. Joey Logano is here. I wish we had some Joey. cool video like lead us off the air. We'll be we back survived. NASCAR America 5 Eastern tomorrow. Great job. Good job. Enjoy your show. Yeah, we were really good. <laughs> it's called Winsdale, you know. Oh. <laughs>this Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.